Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. everyone. What's up? Welcome to another week of Elisa Unfiltered. And I wanted to start this episode off by just thanking everyone for listening. (laughs) I had a lot of awesome feedback from last week's episode on manifesting your best life. And I just think it's so cool that we're all in this together and that people are starting to change their habits or perspectives like a tiny, tiny bit each day. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? Tiny, tiny shifts are tangible. It's it's easy to maintain, you know, and that is what I did. And that is what I still do. (laughs) I'm still putting in the work and I have so much to learn. And it's so cool to have this platform to share everything and inspire and motivate and then get wicked feedback from all of you guys out there doing the work. So You know, you guys are doing it. It's awesome. And the neat thing is, individually and together, our vibrations are shifting and we're rising up. Anyways, everyone's comments and messages are so great. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's very inspiring and I am super happy that these episodes are resonating with people. And with that, I'm going to segue into this week's topic And this week, I want to talk about happiness. (laughs) It's kind of trending right now, happiness, the pursuit of happiness. And I think the best way to start this conversation is by starting to think about and define what we believe happiness is. And right off the bat here, I want to pose a couple questions to you. You know, I like asking you guys questions. (laughs) I wish I could really hear all your answers, but... I know. Questioning our beliefs is super important in my opinion. So, so here we go. What is happiness to you? Okay. What makes you happy? Are you happy? Are you truly happy? These are questions that I don't believe people ask themselves often enough. Like me, I never used to think about what happiness meant to me, like what it truly meant. I would just sort of be, it would just sort of be more of like a reaction to something or something or someone, you know, but it was just something that I was continuously seeking, I guess. And I I was pursuing, I was trying to be happy. And in my early thirties, I started to question and do a lot of self-reflection, which led me to understand that happiness was actually different than I thought. Like I used to always tell myself that I would be happy when And then, you know, fill in the blank. Like, I would be happy when I get a raise or when I lose the weight or when I win the lottery or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Do any of you guys ever, ever say that to yourself? Like, I will be happy when or I will be happy if, you know, it's, it's almost like we base our happiness on success and our unhappiness on failure or something like that. I'm not sure. That's just kind of the way 
you know, I used to define things. But what I've started to learn and what I've started to truly see in my present life is that success is always a moving target, meaning that once you arrive at the destination, the success has now evolved or it's further away, like the bar has been risen or the goals are higher or, I don't know, we're, we're happy for a moment, but we always want more. So we need more to be happy. <laughs> so I feel that the collective belief is, is that happiness is always moving. Does that make sense? <laughs> like we need to have something or be something in order to be happy. So ask yourself, like, will happiness come once you've arrived at a certain place in life? You know, I don't, I don't like that definition. I, I want to challenge it. And why do I want to challenge that? Well, it's because in the recent past, I've started to feel happiness along the journey. So during the in-between moments of life, and therefore, like my personal definition of what happiness is, has, has actually shifted. I, I always had that goal of, I just want to be happy. But what does that even look like? And are we all chasing happiness in the right way? Like maybe we've got this thing all wrong. Like happiness is associated with pleasure, obviously, with positive emotion. Uh, but pleasure is always short-lived. Like it doesn't last. And yes, when we're happy, we have a chemical reaction in our brains, like endorphins and dopamine and, and serotonin and those types of things that our brain creates to make us feel good. So when we're happy, we feel good. It's because of a chemical reaction in our brain. But those chemicals go away. So, so then we're looking for the next thing. However, in today's society, what gives us pleasure is always moving. It's evolving. It's not rocket science. I think we all know this. So it's the what makes us happy part. What gives off those chemical reactions that I started to explore a bit more in my own life. Now, I heard this in a podcast recently, and I, I want to share it with you all. And it's, it's how the ancient Greeks defined or define happiness. So the ancient Greeks define happiness as the joy, and I quote, the joy we feel striving for our potential. Okay, so the joy we feel striving for our potential. That's, that's a powerful statement. Like it really resonated with me. Because to me, this defines happiness as the process of living up to our potential. It's, it's not the outcome of it. Okay, I spoke about this all the time in my coaching days, that to be your best self is not about the outcomes. Like if you focus on the process, on the moment, like what you are doing right this second, then the journey is so fulfilling and joyous. The outcome, the outcome is happiness along the journey. And, and then, you know, that, that final destination, it just keeps moving further and further away. So you're never disappointed. But when you, when you focus strictly on that, that arrival, you miss the entire journey. You create expectation. And if it's not met, then will you be happy? <laughs> yeah, probably not. And this brings me to my personal definition, which of course has evolved over the years. But right now, if someone were to ask me, like, what is happiness? What makes you happy? I would say, I would say this. 
it's, I don't know what's going to come out here, but <laughs> I would say to me, happiness is an action word like love, like happiness is love. It's loving yourself. It's being in the moment. It's doing the things I love. It's sitting in silence and knowing that everything's going to be okay. It's accepting who I am. That's happiness is accepting who I am. It's making positive connections with great people in the world, whether that connection lasts for a minute or, or years. Happiness to me is laughing out loud. It's knowing that I'm making choices in my life that are in line with love and with things I love to do. It's being comfortable in my own body. It's loving my body. It's making habits in my day-to-day -day routine that make me feel good. So, I don't know. I think I think that's all the things I want to say. <laughs> I guess happiness is an action word to me. Like, it's loving. It's loving yourself all the time and being in the moment. So, I guess that brings me to my next point, which is like, can happiness be a choice? Well, yeah, I believe it can be. But then I also see it as a perspective, like happiness is a perspective that can be changed by choice. And I believe that changing habits and changing mindset or your perspective will help you be happier. It's been said, um, it's been said that you're you are actually born with a set personality and like happiness genetics. However, if you don't have the happiness gene, you still have the ability to change your brain chemistry and be happy. So there, there are studies on genetics and some people are born happier than others, okay? Like I've read several books uh, on this and you know, I actually recent recently listened to a few podcasts on it too. So it's happiness is like in our genes and I mean Yoda has spoken about this with me a lot in the past, and I think she touches on it in our relationship podcast last month, but what she talks about is how genetically we have predisposed emotions built into our hardware. Like We have the emotions from our ancestors within our genetic composition. For example, let's just say that one of your mother's mother's mother, so your great-great-grandmother, was a victim of rape. Now, this is sort of a harsh example, but being harsh helps me to make my point just because it's such a traumatic thing. Like, this rape was violent and it was life-changing, traumatic. Your great-great-grandmother suffered extreme, life-altering emotions and that vibration of that whole experience, that experience, like, didn't just go away. It was actually lived in the cells. It lived in the genes within her. And it was actually passed along to her children and her children's children all the way to you. And then when you were born, her genes are in you now. Now, they have likely evolved in one way or another and have been added to by your mother and your grandmother, but you still carry that vibration when you're born. So in other words, a portion of all the things that have happened in the past from the people who have given you your genetic makeup are now within you. They're a part of you. And this doesn't mean that you were raped or you will be raped. It just means that your mother's 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 emotions are being passed through the genetic composition and you're genetically disposed to maybe, I don't know, maybe depression or self-esteem issues, etc. 
and you don't know why you're depressed or unhappy or you have self-esteem issues like does that does that make sense <laughs> so in other words like some people are born with happiness like some people aren't born with happiness genes in the same way as others however through our choices we can change this we can make change <laughs> now was i born with the happiness gene I have no idea. If I was to guess, I, I think I would be sort of neutral. Like, I'm not a naturally happy person. I 100% need to work on it. However, I do seem to gravitate towards struggle in life, which is interesting. But either way, whether I have the gene or not, we can all be happy. So we can change our habits. We can change our behavior. Our, our daily behavior matters. Okay, eating well, doing things we love, exercising, changing the dialogue of the mind, having appreciation of the small things in life, all those things matter. We oftentimes forget that. Like, I certainly do. <laughs> like, our habits of self defeat and negative self worth, of wanting more, 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 and then never feeling satisfied, satisfied with life. Like with the life we're living, it also matters. Negative or positive, our behavior sets the tone for the way we feel about ourselves. And I believe that in my pursuit of happiness, I need to bring more awareness to the value of my behavior. For example, like exercise. Exercise is valuable to me. It makes me feel good. <laughs> Even though sometimes it's super hard and in the moment I actually hate doing it or I feel like I'm going to die and I want to stop. <laughs> like that behavior is of value to me and makes me happy. So I do it. And I choose to do exercises that I love doing so much like running or skiing or hiking or anything really outdoors. You know, because I love that. It is a value to my life. It makes me happy. <laughs> The, the practice of yoga, which I also love and I need to do more of, especially these days. But, you know, even becoming a yoga teacher, this has all taught me about my connection to my body. It has also brought a spiritual element to, the, to my life that has also changed my vibration in a positive way. In, in many ways, happiness is a spiritual practice for me. So just being able to lay on my mat alone in my house and breathe and feel the connection to my body makes me happy. I feel happiness in those moments of stillness and I'm grateful for this. Having gratitude for the simplest of things changes my vibration as well. It's uplifting. <laughs> and so yeah, this leads well into my next point, actually very well, that gratitude and appreciation make you happy. It changes your vibration. I spoke about this a little bit in my last episode too on manifesting, but if you want to take it one step further, you can make visualization part of your daily routine. Like it has been studied that if you make a habit of recollecting something positive, something meaningful that's happened to you in your day, be it a hug or a workout or even smiling, and focus on that, visualize that moment in your mind so you're reliving that moment in your mind, 
then you'll see positive effects in your overall happiness. Appreciate those happy moments. Even if it's for one minute a day, just take one little minute to visualize something great that has happened and you'll start to shift. Like even today, I just closed my eyes and I I saw a coworker at work and he like came and gave me a big hug and he lifted me off the ground and I was like, oh my gosh, that felt so good. And I like, I brought that back into my body and I felt those same great feelings again and it was awesome. Because you see, the subconscious mind can't tell the difference between a visualization and actuality. So like our body's chemical reaction is the same whether we visualize it or it's actually happening. So reliving those great moments in our day is helpful. It actually changes your brain chemistry to relive those moments. So why the heck not do it? And it's fun and it's 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 just those small little things. It it goes for all things, really. So if you're the type of person who visualizes bad things happening all the time, then that might not be a habit that's in your best interest. You want to start shifting those. And because visualization is a very powerful tool, positive or negative. I I work a lot with visualization within the skiing community and doing technical movement and calming down our nerves when we're in competition, those types of things. And vis- visualization is extremely powerful on all levels. So it's just a neat little exercise that you might want to try. I'm trying it right now. This is kind of new for me too. It's new in the last few months, just recollecting those like wicked little moments in the day. <laughs> all of that being said, I'm going to ask you that same question again, okay, that I did at the beginning. So what makes you happy and what does that look like for you what does happiness look like for you this is again actually something that you know some people need to actually sit down and map out it's not an answer that comes easily to some maybe maybe some of you guys know exactly like boom i know exactly what makes me happy that's amazing um but other times it's it's a little bit more challenging. Like even for me, I had no idea what the hell made me happy. I was always like, like I said before, the, a people pleaser and the person who was literally like acting like someone else all the time because I had no self-confidence. Like my self-esteem was so low. I was the person who looked outside of myself constantly looking for things to make me happy, to like fill the void, to fill up my cup, you know, I was looking for people, for stuff, but none of it ever did. I was super unhappy, (laughs) but that in itself, like that in itself is actually, it's hard to admit because, and it was hard to admit back, back then because my, my ego kept me in denial and it kept me searching everywhere, but inside of me to make the change. So my moments of happiness would be like a brief little blip of pleasure only to be gone in the next blink. And I, I live my life under the stereotypes of grow up, get the job, get married, buy a house. All the things my parents taught me were important. I wanted to follow that, but deep down it wasn't making me happy. And all of my decisions were to please other people. And as a result, I was seriously unhappy. So for me, figuring out all of this, I realized a good starting point was to recognize what made me unhappy. (laughs) 
and what unhappiness felt like in my body. Unhappiness does not feel great sometimes, as some of you likely know. You know, the things I was unhappy about in my life were actually, at the time, super easy to de- identify, like to define. And and with that information, I started to, you know, start mapping out and figuring out what I wanted in my life and what really mattered to me, like actually, what really actually mattered, like the bottom line. So happiness is about figuring out what really matters to you and then going out and living that and doing that and being that. It's not about what matters to other people in your life. It's about you and how often do you even reflect on what you actually want? Okay. And going back to, you know, choosing happiness, that is essentially what I did. And then I made happiness into an action. You know, not, not everything needs to go your way if you're enjoying the process. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Not everything needs to go your way if you're enjoying the process. So if you take action and love yourself and do things you love and be with people that you love, then you're going to enjoy the process and your vibration is attracting more love and more happiness. You know, one big action change that I made during this process was that I changed the people I was hanging out with. Now, I know I've spoken about this before, but there were a lot of people in my life that weren't actually in line with what I wanted. I also realized and respected the fact that I'm actually an introverted extrovert. (laughs) Like, believe it or not, I am introverted. I love my alone time. I value it tremendously. In fact, like, I need serious alone time before and after socializing. Like, I find find my energy is depleted after socializing. Even... Even when I'm hanging out with my bestest friends in the whole world, I get tired. I I only have so much energy for socializing. So I, I became very selective with my social calendar. And I'm also very selective with who I hang out with. And I don't really like meeting new people. And when I do, I oftentimes feel like I'm being forced to converse. And I don't like small talk. <laughs> so I say no a lot of the time for social engagements, engagements, because it doesn't feel good to me. (laughs) And when I do go out, I literally always have like an escape plan or like, like a way out. It's true. It's, it's true. That's what I do. It's it. But I know this is hard to believe because I have a strong presence in social media and I come across as being super outgoing and and I do love to talk and I, I do have a strong personality. And like, I am always with people. However, the reality is, is that I'm, I'm not extroverted. I love social media because I can be alone most of the time and get my message across or like make fun of myself or even sit here for 45 minutes and podcast because you know what? I'm alone. I'm alone right now. I'm it's, it's awesome. It's like the perfect medium for me. And I love being alone or, you know, on one in one-on-one intimate environments, like that is ideal for me. So that's what I choose to do to stay happy. Or maybe I should say that it's one of the biggest changes that I made, making happiness an action word. And overall, it, it has made a giant impact. Giant, huge, colossal, 
It's excellent. So, you know, recently I've been seriously influenced um, by a, Beth, a best-selling author. His name's Sean Acor. Oprah actually does a podcast with him, and he's he's awesome. He's actually a professor at Harvard and specializes in the study of happiness. And Sean talks about how to become happy, quote unquote, and that it's not about eliminating the baggage in your life or the negativity in your life. He says that the absence of disease is not health. The absence of disease is not health. And that that really resonated with me. (laughs) He states that we need to be resilient in life and practice resilience and that his conclusions after a decade of research on happiness comes down to three, three things, three conclusions. So this is what they are. Scientifically, number one, happiness can be a choice. Number two is happiness spreads. When we choose happiness, it actually makes it easier for other people to choose happiness. That's so true. It's so interesting. Um, Number three, happiness is actually an advantage. And he talks about this. He says, when we create happiness or positivity in the present, we are better at making a better world for other people afterwards. If we wait for success, it just doesn't work. And I find all of that so fascinating. And it works. If, if you're ready to put in the time and the work to figure out what makes you happy, then do that, be that, live that. Then you'll start to see that you lift others up around you. It's like contagious. It's the laws of attraction. <laughs> so I want to, I actually want to share something else with you guys here. Because at the beginning of the podcast, I asked a couple questions. I re-asked them later. But the questions were along the lines of what makes you happy? Are you happy? Are you truly happy? And earlier, as I asked those questions, my instinct, like my inner voice said an answer out loud. It was like in my mind. But the answer was actually no. So when I asked you guys the question, are you truly happy? My instinct said no. Am I happy in this moment? Well, I know I, I'm, I'm not, but that's okay. I, I'm okay with this answer. It's not a bad thing. It's not like I'm unhappy. It's, I'd like to say that I'm content with my life as it is right now. And I do enjoy many things in my life, but I'm not necessarily happy, I guess. And my instinct just, just told me, <laughs> but that's a positive thing for a couple of reasons. And the first reason is, it's that I can be true to myself. I can admit that I'm not happy. That's okay. And, and then be okay with it. I'm not judging myself for this. It's okay. The second thing is that this answer gives me something to reflect upon. I mean, it, it tells me that there's something happening in my life right now that I, I need to maybe learn from or heal from or grow from. Understanding our moments of unhappiness and you know, those neutral moments either and growing from them is what life is all about. I can confidently say here that I know all the things I just said over the past half hour or more, meaning I have the knowledge. However, I am in no way a master. But then again, I believe even the masters have neutral moments or moments of sadness or unhappiness. 
It's human nature. It's in our nature to have ups and downs. And that's what makes life exciting. It's what makes life fun. Now, you might be wondering why I'm not happy. Well, I don't know. I don't actually know. It's just that what my inner voice said. It's like almost like this podcast subject was meant to be today because honestly, everything I've said thus far is like resonating with me. Like when the teacher is also the student. But I'm just going to sit with this feeling and keep making good choices for myself and then just go with the flow. Like it's also it's also interesting that the subject matter came up because earlier this week I actually asked my mom and my sister Yasha what I should talk about this week because like they're my two biggest fans and they give me excellent feedback all the time and you know we bounce ideas off each other it's like I so appreciate that but anyways my sister suggested that I talk about the stress and physical pain I went through throughout the years and what depression feels like and it's you know, relatable sickness and sadness. And, and, you know, maybe I one day I will, I will speak out to that because that is a thing. Those are things I went through. And I understand that many, many, many people in today's world are going through the exact same feeling in their own ways, like in their own bodies, be it stress, be it guilt, be it fatigue, um, but, but today I wanted to share the more positive vibration. So like the flip side, and I feel like I am in need of positive vibrations and therefore what is more positive than happiness? <laughs> and to be honest, happiness and the pursuit of happiness and choosing happy directly alters the effects of stress and depression. So if you are feeling those things, you can change your brain chemistry and you can use you know, happiness and visualization and all of those things to make you feel happier. And I think this is why this topic was meant to be today. This whole thing was all just meant to be today. <laughs> Anyhow, I I want to leave you all with, with one final thought. And this thought comes directly from my favorite author, Don Miguel Ruiz, and his book of daily meditations. It's called Living a Life of Awareness. So it's a bunch of like little little meditations and this one's titled this prayer is is titled choosing happiness for today and it reads There is nothing wrong with wanting to attain or achieve certain things in life but if we make our happiness conditional on reaching certain destination points our life will become a series of goals to obtain with each one failing to deliver the promise of happiness we envisioned. Living this way means missing out on the beauty of the journey, the one that is happening right now. Happiness can only be found in the present moment, not at some imaginary place in the future. Okay, then it goes on to give an action and he says, practice awareness. Notice when you attach to the idea of happiness in the future. When this happens, say to yourself, I won't wait for happiness. I choose to be happy now. Oh, that's so good. I love that. (laughs) Okay, that's all for today. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, then please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. 
Also, feel free to direct message me on Instagram at my at Elisa Curry Loads account and or comment on my website, elisaunfiltered.com. I wish you all the most happiest of days. I'm sending you all positive vibrations and I'm sitting here smiling. I hope you are too. Have a lovely day, everyone. Until next time. Wow.